Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. After Esther chapter 4, with those great verses, for such a time as this, and if I perish, I perish, we jump into Esther chapter 5. Esther chapter 5 will be read by Bible Is, from Faith Comes by Hearing. Esther 5 On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace in front of the king's quarters, while the king was sitting on his royal throne inside the throne room opposite the entrance to the palace. And when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, she won favor in his sight, and he held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter, and the king said to her, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given you, even to the half of my kingdom. And Esther said, If it please the king, let the king and Haman come today to a feast that I have prepared for the king. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, so that we may do as Esther has asked. So the king and Haman came to the feast that Esther had prepared. And as they were drinking wine after the feast, the king said to Esther, What is your wish? It shall be granted you. And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom it shall be fulfilled. Then Esther answered, My wish and my request is, If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my wish and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come to the feast that I will prepare for them, and tomorrow I will do as the king has said. And Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he neither rose nor trembled before him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home, and he sent and brought his friends and his wife Zeresh. And Haman recounted to them the splendor of his riches, the number of his sons, all the promotions with which the king had honored him, and how he had advanced him above the officials and the servants of the king. Then Haman said, Even Queen Esther let no one but me come with the king to the feast she prepared. And tomorrow also I am invited by her together with the king. Yet all this is worth nothing to me, so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then his wife Zeresh and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows fifty cubits high be made, and in the morning tell the king to have Mordecai hanged upon it. Then go joyfully with the king to the feast. This idea pleased Haman, and he had the gallows made. Risk Esther takes a risk that could have cost her life. She went unsummoned to the king, but in verse 2 it says she obtained favor in his sight. Well, it could have gone the other way, remember. The previous queen, Vashti, acted boldly by not coming when summoned, and she was dethroned and banished. Esther also is acting boldly, 
as well, and easily could have suffered similar or even more drastic consequences. She took the risk, and God allowed her to find favor with the king. Let's remember, too, that this is after Esther honors her word and fasts and prays for three days. I suspect during those three days, as she prayed and fasted, she tried to figure out what God would have as a course of action. Although it's not disclosed in this chapter yet, we're going to see that she's going to prepare a feast for the king and for Haman. But even at the feast, when the king is asking her what her request is, she doesn't make it yet. I wonder if it's because she doesn't know or because she wants more time. Not sure, but we're watching the sovereignty of God again acting behind the scenes. Part of the sovereignty of God is after the feast, Haman takes a stroll on the way home and runs into Mordecai. And even with all the pressure that Mordecai and the Jews are under, he still does not cave in. He does not bow down to Haman. And though he had a great feast with the queen, it just enrages Haman that Mordecai, the Jew, will not bow down to him. So he gets home, he gathers all his friends, and he is so arrogant with his wife and friends, bragging about his position in, his, in the kingdom, the promotions he's had. And yet with all that, he is so frustrated because of one guy, one Jew named Mordecai. I wonder if his friends and his wife sort of have had enough of this and said, okay, if you're so powerful, if you're so strong, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you build a gallows and hang the guy tomorrow morning? He thinks it's a pretty good idea, so he has the gallows made, but he still needs permission from the king. Now let's think about the circumstances. Mordecai doesn't know Haman plans to hang him. Esther doesn't know. The king doesn't know. Nobody knows. Again, God's sovereignty at work in and through people and around the scenes of our lives. Well, I can't wait for tomorrow, can you? But let's recap some things we can think about today from Esther chapter 5. First, let's remember that Esther took a huge risk. She risked her life to go to the king. And yes, it turned out well, but it could have turned out very, very differently. Next, Esther had a plan because she prayed and fasted, and she's implementing her plan, but she doesn't know that God is also working behind the scenes. So when you face circumstances like this and you pray, implement your plan and also trust God that he's working with you. And again, let's think about Mordecai, who even though in such pressure, now that the Jews are even going to be exterminated, he doesn't bend. He still stands for what he believes in the face of Haman. There's some powerful lessons that we learn in Scripture today. Lessons we may need as we as Christians probably don't think it's going to get any easier in life. Challenges come our way, and we're going to need to be strong, prepared, and be able to take risks knowing that God is working with us and for us. We close with prayer. Father, though I make plans, your plans are better. Thy will be done in my life, and may I find favor in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.